All right, guys, welcome back to Agency Journey. This is Andrew, and today I'm so excited to be joined by Tristan Rummel from Tortuga. A um, little background on Tristan. Tristan was on our team. For those of you who've been following Zen Pilot and Doing for a while, Tristan was on our team while we were doing bound and then kind of through our transition, we had to let Tristan go. And that was one of the hardest things we've ever done as a business because Tristan, Tristan, we've been friends for 10 years, eight yeah, years like that. Yeah. Long, long time. Um, and so this podcast is kind of a story of what did Tristan do at that point? Um, and how did he set out, test out new ideas, rebuild an agency from essentially nothing? Um, and so Tristan, can you kick things off and kind of give people 90 second background on your skill set, like where you come from uh, and how you got to where you are right now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my background was originally, I worked at an agency about five years ago when I got out of school, worked in an agency there, struck up on my own, uh, figured out that way. And while I was running my agency, I also purchased equity and ran an apparel company in there too. Um, so I did that, cash out of that business. Still was doing the agency thing. I always had clients on the side, Came with, got connected with a, uh, Andrew again after a couple of years, started working with Do Inbound. Uh, then things kind of went south with Do Inbound there for a bit. <laughs> and uh, so then that was oh, probably nine months ago now. Yeah. So nine months ago. So I had this background. I've been working with clients, stuff like that. So I kind of left and I just kind of had this moment of I got to figure out how to put the pieces together because I realized mm -hmm. I didn't, the agency I was trying to build didn't really make sense. I didn't really enjoy what I was doing. Um, I just kind of looked ahead at what was going on in the market and what my what my biggest wins were with clients and i just started going to networking events um and talked to several hundred business owners just pitching them on different things to see what really resonated and several to, hundred yeah i i kept i was like an addict for about three months because i just needed okay. to get first of all because i needed clients but also because um, <laughs> but also just because i wanted to figure out like i just had to get in that process I'm like i got i know i'm going to start saying the phrases they're going to start resonating with people and they're gonna be like yeah i'm interested in that because I realized my highest value was not necessarily the, a traditional agency model. It was more breaking down a business, finding assets, like marketing assets and opportunities, and then leveraging them. So creating like mm -hmm. real quick wins for a business. So that was usually my quick wins were like my biggest wins where it wasn't necessarily, um, you know, like an SEO campaign. It was more, oh, I'm going to help you put these pieces together in your sales process. And oh, okay, you're, we've made a ton more money. Okay. Um, so trying to figure that out and just realizing like, is this even a business, not traditional agency model in any kind of way whatsoever. Uh, and they just kept push pressing with it though. Cause you start finding that once the market, if you find the market needs something, you can build the business around it. And that's really what I had to get out of this on my mindset of like an agency needs to look like it does SEO or it needs to look like it does print ads and realize like, no, my, I can build an agency implementing and putting these pieces together. Um, for businesses to generate more money for them. And there's always going to be people that are going to pay you if you can make them more money. Um, so so once a guy, and then they just getting that message dialed in has been like one of the big things for me. So I've been, I really got that kind of dialed in around July, August. Um, been rolling with that ever since and absolutely loving it. Got some great clients, okay. um, getting some awesome results. So it's been a ton of fun. That's cool. Um, so let's talk about some of those results. What is like a recent win or kind of some, asset that you've discovered or something yeah. found with a client that you could highlight that you've learned from or like a process you've implemented? Yeah. So two that I got two that I'm just really super proud of right now. Like I love my clients. So that's like all props to them because you can only figure out what's going on once you understand the business owner and like their mindset. Um, so one of them was an agency owner. She ran a social media agency and I met her in April at an event, one of the hundreds of events I went to, I met her there, 
I was like, I need to figure out who the social media part people are and um, in it, back in where I live in Columbus, Ohio. So we got connected and we were talking and then all of a sudden we kind of got the, the relationship got a little bit better. And she's like, well, I'm actually shutting everything down. Like I'm done. I'm going to go get a job. I can't do this anymore. I'm so stressed out. I'm so burned out. And it was like, she'd been doing this for two years. She's like on the outside, everyone thinks I'm like killing it, but I'm crushed. I'm demor like all these things. I was like, well, I guess I'm a therapist now too. But, <laughs> um, so I just kind of took a step back and I kind of told her what I had been doing, how I had been transitioning and paying attention to what does the market actually want instead of getting this framework of it has to look like this. Like I need to yeah. build an agency that looks like what HubSpot told me to build. Understand what the market actually wants and find the messaging to make it happen. And so her and I had like a break. We had one session together. And we basically broke down her entire business of what she had been doing, all her past client experiences, what had worked, what hadn't worked. Then we start tweaking things. And I started trying out different verbiage to put it together. What were her biggest wins with past clients? And her mm -hmm. biggest wins with past clients was actually fixing the cultures. So she started doing like a lot of the work. She started doing a lot of work with these organizations down in Texas. And there had been, it was like a urgent care facility. And so there was a lot, she was doing, they were helping with reviews because she was like review management, like review marketing and stuff like that. She starts seeing all these problems with reviews. And so she starts talking to the owners about, all right, how do we kind of get this stuff fixed? Like there's a lot of disconnect going on here. And so she kind of takes that brand perspective because that's all part of the brand itself and it's ties to the culture. And she went in there and okay. fixed it. And then they opened up more locations. But it wasn't, a once again, it wasn't a traditional agency move. It wasn't like, oh, we, we did so well because of social media. It's because she came in there and fixed the core fundamental parts of the business that really just made the brand. You know, how your staff treats patients is part of the brand, how the staff treats each other and how they display themselves and how the patients talk about you. That's all part of the brand. Yeah. So we kind of came with this like brand culture mesh, which in our area is unheard of, but she turned around and sold it for 7,500 after okay. one session together. So we had, we've restructured it and she turned around and sold it like right away. That's amazing. We've a couple hours. Yeah. So it was, it was super cool to see her do that, but she had so much more confidence and just like, a, yeah. again, and just seeing like, I'm excited about my business. Cause she's like, this is yeah. what I'm super passionate about is fixing these problems. And then realizing too, like once we got going that this, these kinds of businesses do exist in places like, um, Oliver in California, like some, there's one in the Chicago market, New York. So markets are farther ahead of where we live. So just kind of realizing that, Something just because something doesn't exist where you are now, like doesn't mean mm. it doesn't exist and there's not people paying money for it. Yeah. Um, so that, and then the next one, this guy is, um, met him at met him another networking event too. Um, so he runs a pavement management consulting business, which that's a thing. That's his thing. Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a thing either. I was like, oh, what are you talking about? Um, so he and I kind of broke that down. So he sold it to cities, municipalities, uh, okay. pavement programs. So fixing their roads. So it's a B to G play, which is really annoying because you're selling to bureau yeah. bureaucracies. It's hard to sell to governments. And so he and I were like, okay, let's figure this thing out. We just got to break down every piece of the business. And we just restructured his offer because no one in that industry really knows how to market and all these other things too. So we really restructured his offer. I broke down every piece. Like we just went through like this guy is a G he's been in the industry for like 20 years. Yeah. But he just hasn't been able to reach that next level because he couldn't put the pieces together in marketing. Okay. But he's got the energy and he's really coachable. Like he's all excited about it now. And so we just really put it together. And then I was talking with him. We met last Tuesday and we put together a list. I'm like, you got to contact these people. These are the angles you're going to use. This is the scripts you're going to use. And I was like, we're going to work on this together. We're going to start implementing and getting this stuff out there. I followed up with him. I was like, well, how many emails did you send? 
He's like, it was a list of like 57. He's like, I sent seven emails. I'm like, well, okay, so what happens? Like two people responded right away. He's like, that's 40 grand worth of business. That's like, crazy. What? Yeah. And then he was like, well, he's like, I can't believe this actually works. He's like, once we go through the rest of this, he's like, it's going to be multiple six figures booked out for 2019. He's like, that's unheard of. Like I've never, that's going to be like double the size of my business. And so that was really cool though. We just taking like our marketing skills and realizing that once again, it wasn't my SEO experience. It wasn't me running Facebook ads. It was really yeah. working with the business owner, breaking down what's there and then leveraging all the stuff that we leveraged to generate the, that business was existing in his business already. We just found, yeah. He just, he needed the help tweaking and putting the pieces together to really yeah. get dramatic results. And it's a lot more affordable than for a business owner than going after these other things. So those are my yeah. two big wins. I, uh, yeah. But once again, all shout out to those clients. Like they're just wonderful people. So it's kind of like you're helping them discover what is your strength? What is your core spot? And how does that align with what your clients are actually looking for? Or exactly. The they actually need. Yeah. And so much of it is actually just messaging, you know, because so much of it is how do I explain this to people? And that's been something that's been difficult for me and I still struggle with. But it's really, I, I see this with a lot of, I think you and I have talked about this too. You see a lot of agency owners is they kind of go in there saying like, how do you explain what you do? And it's like, well, I do Facebook ads for real estate agents. That's fine. You're telling me just kind of like a service, like, but what are you actually doing? There's not really like a positioning and messaging of like where the light bulb goes off for someone like, okay, you're unique versus the 15 other Facebook ads for real estate agents, people like you're positioned differently. And so kind of working with these business owners and like, how do we position you against your competition? You're going to actually, you're going to beat the pants off them. Um, and it's also going to align with like what your strengths are and putting it around what the, your background, your strengths, what assets you have and like past experiences. Um, so that's, that's really what it is, is figuring out the, what the messaging is and the positioning. And then that's really one of the biggest opportunities for a lot of businesses. Okay. So are you like, for to take the pavement management consultant, yeah. <laughs> are you like working with him to like put a sales process in place where one yeah. day? before yep. or is it just scripts like what is what are kind of the missing pieces that he didn't have before that you're helping him implement yeah so he really had no sales process so what was one of the big problems we had too is you know we sit down he's like hey here's a deal he's like i've been you know this is my, what my revenue was but i don't really have a sales process i'm just getting leads here and there I'm like okay so what do we need to do to get these things going and so what i kind of step in is it's kind of customized in a sense too because you start building out scripts so we built our referral scripts that we turned around and implemented uh, we built out we looked at his proposals because that's okay. a huge leverage point too it's like figuring out what the proposals are because it's usually like an rfp type thing with the um, municipality stuff like that too so you, what can we do to stand out from competition yeah um and then the other thing too is one issue this was actually one of the things we fixed in the sales process is that i'm sure like i used like i had this issue too I used to and so I kind of figured out, like, I think it was one of the podcasts, uh, it was a agency journey podcast where I actually got a fix was love it. sending out a, sending out a proposal and then never hearing back from someone. Yeah. You know, you send the proposal out, you got this, all the stuff in there, but you know, they just pretty much just looked at the number mm -hmm. and they made their decision and they're, they're not really, you're not able to walk through them what happened or why you made the suggestions or, you know, what the reasoning is behind the proposal you sent over to them. And so he and I sat down there. I was like, well, you haven't been getting on the phone with people. Yeah. He's like, you keep sending these off. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm so frustrated. It's like, I know I can do like do great work for them, but I send it off and I follow up and I follow up with them for six months. and never hear back. Like, well, here's the deal. Like from now on, you're just going to, this is what we're doing. Like you, when you send it, you send it either right, right before you get on the call. So that way you're there 
in, like either whether it's an in-person meeting or on a call to explain the value and make sure everything's very clear. And it's like, okay, okay, I got that. Once again, this is all shout out to him because he's a great client and gets work done. The next yeah. time he had one of those come through, he's like, okay, I'm going to follow with Tristan's process. He sent off, it was a local um, municipality. He sent off the proposal. He's like, I drove in there. They had the proposal all printed out there. We walked through it and we closed them. Once again, too, just be like, and that's like fixing that part of the sales process is yeah. like how do we kind of connect those dots and just finding what those break points are. And mm -hmm. you and I had a client years ago we worked on and there was the whole problem with them was that we were driving them a lot of leads, but the problem was the sales process. No follow through. Yep. Yep. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Agency Journey. I'm Andrew. I'm a co-host here on the podcast and I'm a founder of Zen Pilot. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love a five-star review and a comment on where you're listening from and what you're getting out of this podcast. You could drop that over on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you're listening to the podcast today. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get the updates as they come out. And if you want to engage with other agency owners that are enjoying this podcast, join our community. Head over to Agency Journey Insiders. Dot com. It's going to take you to our special private Facebook group, a collection of owners from around the world who are on their own journey to build their own agency. So head over to agencyjourneyinsiders.com. Join the group today. And if you're at a point where you're ready for some help and you want to implement processes and systems to scale your agency, you can head over to zenpilot.com slash free training. And there you can watch a special 19-minute training presentation where we walk through the exact process that we use at Zenpilot to help agencies implement processes and systems so they can scale their business without reinventing the wheel for every client. And that allows agency owners to pull out of the weeds and spend more time working on their business. So hope you're enjoying the content here today. We'd love it if you join our community and we can't wait to hear where you are in your agency journey. Now back to the show. What I love about this, Tristan, is the approach that you're taking puts the client at the center. And like, that's what a lot of inbound people say that they want to do, like with their content, but the tactics can be other, you know, the yeah. tactics can just be forced on someone because that's your prescription where this is like leading with discovery and it's yeah. like, what is their business? Where are the gaps? How can we fix the gaps? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing too. It's like for something like pavement management consulting, no one's searching for it. <laughs> like it's like really figuring out like okay so now we how do we do content distribution it's like well it's going to be mostly like linkedin we just start connecting with people and things like that too so now we're using linkedin sales navigator as a tool because okay. his website's fine but it's not it's not going to drive in the business he needs to right now it's not a long it's yeah. like short term what are the quick wins and then once he has that revenue coming in we can feel a lot more comfortable with like all right now we're going to start building out stuff that's going to take you know six to twelve months to really see the results yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's awesome. Um, those are two great wins. Got some cool processes from there. Yeah. Some the customer put them at the center, like some really groundbreaking stuff. Um, but let's move <laughs> now. Like what are some lessons learned? Oh, some things man. that you've tried out that haven't gone well. Oh. Um, what are, what's something that you can learn from that you might be able to share, spare someone who's listening, like the journey of making the mistake themselves. Okay. One of the biggest things that has been my problem is it kept me out of some really cool deals and just lost blown sales. You know, that's tough. Um, especially when you need the money, um, which was like months ago, like you're just in that place. You're like, how do I make this happen? And for me, the big thing was like, I just keep tying it back to this was the messaging. Like I had a really, like even now, like I have it more, I have an easier time explaining it, but that's because I put, I had to put a ton of work in 
to kind of explaining what this looks like because it is like non-traditional, but also what the value is that can be delivered for a client and like figure out a way to tie stories in there. So there was one account that I really wanted, like could have done really well for them. It was a B2B, like really unsexy uh, industry. Like, like their contracts are worth like half a million. So I'm like, I don't need to take that much to do this results for them. I really want to work with this guy. We know each other for years and you start putting that together and I just couldn't explain what I did. Like it just was one of those things too. It's like, I got to bring this to my partner and we're going to talk to him. And now it's going, now you're playing telephone and now he can't explain what the heck I do. Cause yeah. And now there, there goes the sale, you know, there, mm-hmm. there goes and just figure out, I'm like, I got to figure out, you know, the, the faster, the best, I think it was like, I'm sure you guys have seen this too, you know, even with a rebrand, it's like, it's so important to be able to explain what you do and the value it brings to people and be able mm-hmm. to do it succinctly. And that can yeah. take a long time figuring out what that sounds like. Cause when someone says like, Oh, I build websites, like the value is not the website. Yeah. No, I do this. Like the value is all the other stuff that comes along with that. It's going to be like, you're releasing a ton of stress on them. If they got a website that's generating leads on autopilot, you know, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. We, I say like, that's the, the angle you always want to lead with, but that's what the real value is. You're not just building a thing. Mm-hmm. The thing is not going to fix a business like you and your ability as a marketer is going to fix that business and deliver results. And I was so bad at this. And so I just, you know, I was telling you, I went to all these networking events and the fact that I only walked away with like a handful of clients after all of that, you know, yeah. just was like a testament to how poorly I explained what I did. <laughs> just to like figure out I had to, like, I had to get a fix, you know, when you got, yeah. you know, you're trying to put food on the table, we got bills to pay, you know, like, well, I, I can't explain what I do. I don't have a good job at succinctly explain the value of what I do. I think mm-hmm. another thing too, like all agencies, you know, any networking bank you go to, there's like 10 other marketing people there at every single mm-hmm. event. So how do you differentiate in a saturated marketplace too? Yeah. Um, you know, cause there's going to be 10 other people. They're all saying like, Oh, I do, um, you know, social media management. How do you know that's the best, you know, business owners are also be like, like, what's the best, like, who do I, who do I go with? And also a business owner has been educated to like, I need a social media person. But then you start uncovering that like the underlying problems of the business are not necessarily social media problems. Yeah. different problems. Um, yeah. And so being able to explain all this stuff too, I just like, I sound like an absolute moron more times than I care to mention, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, that's definitely been, that's definitely been the biggest learning experience and realizing that even with a lot of clients I work with too, it's a lot of it's messaging, positioning, yeah. it's really fundamental marketing problems, but sometimes we just yeah. don't focus on that for ourselves. Any tips or exercises or resources you would recommend to any agencies that are, that are sensing the need to tighten their messaging right there? Yeah. I Maybe mean, a lot of it's just, yeah, for me, it was, um, I was, I worked with a copywriter, like, um, the great guy, like, um, Andrew Milligan and he and I were chatting and he started really kind of reframing things in the sense of it's about outcomes. Like we're not just talking about like you, we sometimes we do like feature uh, benefits of something like all like in copywriting, but also really understand like what the outcome is for that person. Like what does that look like once you've kind of stepped in there and transformed things for them? So yeah. taking a step back and like, well, so for, so for me, if I'm talking to a client, oh, we have a messaging problem, but what's the outcome? Well, it's a messaging problem. Like people understand what you do. Like you sell better. Like those are all like good. Like those are all great. But when you start digging into that pain a little bit more, like, so that one client that I, I blew the sale on, they came to me for a messaging problem because they're like, here's the deal. Like our contracts are worth like half a million, but we cannot explain what we do. Yeah. And realizing like, oh, okay. So your ability to not be able to simply explain what you do is costing you several million dollars a year. 
Yeah. You know, so you're losing contracts. You know, people are visiting your website and navigating away because they don't understand. You just know clear clarity what you're doing. You're stuck competing for, with bottom feeders for you know income. There's no predictable cash flow. There's also once you start digging into the pain and well, what is the outcome of having those problems fixed? You know, when the the guy also told me he's like, I have a hard time hiring people sometimes because I have a hard time explaining what we do. Sure. So now I have that problem there too with like retention things like that too. And then also with what I do with my specifically, sometimes talking to business owners, you start realizing like, well, when they're paying for it, it's like, I don't really want to be paying for a bunch of overhead with an agency. Mm-hmm. How is this going to work out for me? So how do we address that concern too? Cause that could be a sales objection or yeah. it's going to be, um, you know, is this going to be super complex? Or is there going to be, what's it going to look like from our management perspective? Um, things like that. So really just break it, really taking the time to really get in the head of the business owner and the market. So it's yeah. like kind of understanding, I mean, it's basic copywriting, basic marketing stuff, but just taking the time to do that and really understand what the outcomes are. If they, if I fix this problem for them mm-hmm. and what are the outcomes if they don't fix this problem for them? Like what keeps happening? They keep yeah. sending not, not able to hire, they're not able to, you know, not able to grow the business they wanted to. They're, you know, they're just gonna keep racking up debt. Nothing's changing in their lives and be able to understand that and be able to explain it once again, from the sense of, I understand what the customer is going through, the potential client, and be able to explain it that way. Yeah, that's big. You got to understand where are they? What's a day like in their shoes? Because if you can put yourself in that state, like then you can articulate kind of, you start at the end and you work back from there. And so it's yeah. not them at the center of it, or not you at the center of it, but it's them and what they're feeling and where they want to go. Yeah. And that just helps drop everything into place. That's awesome. Yeah. And then once they get aligned with that too, you're, you don't find those conversations about like, well, how many blog posts do I get a month? Yeah. You know? It's really like you've, you've completely reframed the conversation where like, I think this is some, like I, I, we've not, you and I have talked about this. Somebody's like an inherently hostile relationship between like agencies and clients. Mm-hmm. But when you kind of come into that place where you, you, the, they can tell that you're living in their heads, like Robert Collier, the copywriter said, you know, you want to enter the conversation going on in your prospect's head. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're kind of doing. And now you're at the same side of the table with them. Cause you're like, this guy gets me and yeah. what it's costing me. But you're also positioning yourself still as like, I'm the guy that solves that for you. Yeah. You know, I'm not the here just to box you around on better than you, but I'm here. The guy that solves it for you. Let's do this together. And like, let's grow your business. And yeah. that's what a lot of I think business owners are really looking for now is they've kind of gone through, churned through all these different things, especially depending on the size, they've kind of churned through all these different marketing strategies and tactics and they kind of get a little burnt out. Some of them, because mm-hmm. the results aren't really there. And then agents yeah, sure. are always frustrated because like, well, when we're now we're trying to prove results and we can't really deliver on it or, you know, there's some issue here. There's a problem with the client. Once again, like the hostility is still there. There's all that friction. So figuring out how can we get, we really be like more empathetic of what the yeah. client's going through, but at the same time too, like being respectful of what we are and what we can actually deliver and be able to articulate that really clearly. Yeah. That's huge. So now with this in place, what is something that you're like right now that's got you excited? Something that you're learning, like looking forward, could be a tactic, could be a strategy. Yeah. Be- For me, I just, I just love working with my clients, honestly. Like I get, a, I get super excited to work with my clients. I got one, we're rolling out into eight, oh, in October. This is going to be interesting. We're rolling out to 800 retailers with Whole Foods oh. and Sprouts in October. Yeah. Um, so put together that campaign, uh, make sure everything, <laughs> make sure like not too many things fall through the cracks. Uh, work with different vendors and stuff like that. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be fun. Once again, the, this client worked through, through like my process and now it's more of like an outsourced CMO kind of role, okay. you know? And I think, so that's, so it's a little different in that sense of what I'm working with them on because it's like, they're taking this new initiative. So it's kind of stepping in there. It's like, we don't have time to, we don't have money to hire a full-time CMO. You can step in. 
part-time. I got my network and we leverage it that way. So I'm really excited about that because it's gonna be a really good challenge. Um, and then I got a company that's trying to enter the US market from Europe. So that's been an interesting challenge too, just in the sense of stuff that's very obvious to us is like not obvious to like certain sure. other parts of Europe, things like that and breaking that down. But it's also exciting to opportunity and also just work with business owners that are excited about the businesses they have again. Yeah. Um, you know, just, it's, there's something fun about that. You know, I yeah. think that's, and I think as a, agency owners tend to be very like, they really care about their clients. They tend to be very like empathetic people and creative people. And there's something really rewarding about that fact that you can kind of get that, get that light back in their eyes of your clients. And then you have that yeah. fun relationship where you're, you know, you're shooting each other emails, you're sending each other like, you know, obviously you don't give your phone number to all your clients, but certain clients become like best friends with. Yeah. And like having those kinds of relationships and realizing like, okay, we still have the professional boundaries, but at the same time too, like I'm just super pumped about your business. I'm excited about where it's going to go. Yeah. You kind of reignite that passion for them and get yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, all ex I'm super excited about pavement now. So who would have guessed? <laughs> That's awesome, Tristan. Well, it's been so cool to, to watch you on this journey. I'm learning a lot from watching you. Um, I'm sure you've, like you've definitely helped a lot of people who are listening right now. If anyone wants to reach out, say hi to you, what's the best place for them to get in contact or to follow your stuff? Yeah, for sure. Uh, follow, uh, LinkedIn, I'm definitely more active there than anywhere else. And then probably Facebook. You can shoot me an email, but it's, I mean, I, eventually your inbox gets swamped, so I probably won't reply as fast. But if you reach yeah. me on LinkedIn or Facebook, it'll be a lot quicker. And then my website's tortugamktg.com because I couldn't buy the real domains I wanted to buy. So... <laughs> cool well thanks so much for coming on sharing your story here with the audience um guys hope you got a lot out of this reach out to tristan say thank you if you have any questions send them over his way he's always really uh helpful and willing to help folks out who are on their own journey so till next week have a good one